Artists lost and found. Artists creating through centuries against all odds. Artists Lost and Found is a podcast created for and by artists. Bringing you legends, tales of wisdom from our artist ancestors, the ancients. And you'll hear stories and interviews with the modern working artists of today. Hello everyone, I'm your host, Barbara Gregson, a working theater artist, author and director, and one of the producers of this podcast, Our Artists Lost and Found, along with uh, Gregson Theater and Friends and musician, composer, and sound engineer, Eric Porter. Artists Lost and Found is created and recorded at our studio in beautiful Shenango County, New York. And here we go. Welcome to Artists Lost and Found. I am your host, Barbara Gregson. For the month of January, our theme is It's All About Work and how the modern artist of today is creating, collaborating with other artists, and trying to make a living during the pandemic. So episode eight, part one, is about finding artists grants from your local state arts council. Please go back and listen to my conversation with Victoria Kappel on our website or on anywhere where you listen to our podcast, Artists Lost and Found. And today we bring you part two of It's All About Work, episode nine, Conversations with Craig Churry. Craig is a poet, teacher, editor, and publisher, and tireless arts advocate who teaches poetry and life writing workshops in universities, schools, prisons, and community centers all over the country. Now, this is what he's done normally for the past 30 years. And he's written many poetry books, which he will be talking about in his conversation with me today, and lives in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania currently. Now, during the pandemic, he has been conducting a lot of workshops online. Also, he is an old friend of mine, and I am so happy that we have recently reconnected and that we were able to have this conversation together. So here we go, Conversations with Craig Churry. Welcome, Craig. It's great to talk with you. <laughs> Hi, Barbara. It's like picking up the conversation 40 years later where we left. Oh, my off. God. Right. <laughs> 
I know. So, yeah. When was the last time that we worked together? Was it in uh, 2000 or 19 something? It, it was the early 2000s. So this would have been 25 years ago. Wow. 30 years 20, ago. 21 years ago. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Uh-huh. So my first question to you, being a poet and a writer and teacher, I guess, what, what do you call yourself? Let me ask you that, first of all. A bon vivant. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I'm a poet who teaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess yes, that's okay. Le- legitimate in some parts of Europe, right? Oh, it's pretty legitimate anywhere. I think. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're you're uh, you're I'm a natural po- teacher. I think because I've taken your workshop and other <laughs> workshops I've taken with you over the years, and I think you're really a great teacher. Well, listen. We'll put it this way: when I leave the country and tell the border guards that I'm a poet, they say, please enter. And when oh. I leave and when I leave to come into this country, I tell them the border guards I'm a poet and I get strip searched. Oh my God. So. <laughs> right. So I can see why sometimes you say you are, sometimes you're not, right? Uh, yeah. Depends. So the question, first thing is, when did you start to realize that you wanted to be a full-time writer, you know, poet? Well, I'm being full time. It means like you just do it. You just do it because you can't. You can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, I was I was writing when I was a kid. When I was through, you know, got me through high school. Got me, um, you know, got me into the world. Um, when I pursued and encountered poets that just were amazing guys who were real guys according to the standards of growing up in Wilkesbury. And then I got recognized. I, I was 30, 29 years old, and I got recognized in Missoula, Montana, through the Montana Arts Council. I got awarded the first book award, and with the publication of my first book came mm-hmm. invitations to give readings and invitations to make school appearances, and I found out I was pretty good at it. Right. And, and, then, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then I came back east and got on with the Pennsylvania Council of the Arts Artist <laughs> Education Program and in 1984 that was okay and uh and I'd been working there ever since up until no child left behind okay which was when was that uh 2000 and something 7 2000, or 2004 2005 2005 2004 2003 yeah around around 2002 2003 the handwriting was on the wall let's say right right and uh it's like uh, okay the last thing that schools now with standardized testing the last thing they wanted was mm-hmm. artists coming in and and rearranging the chromosomes right so it knocked us all out of the water and i uh, know I, I i did a lot of work with delaware pennsylvania now New York, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it was, it was, there was a lot of work in those eighties and nineties um, for artists to work. It was, it was, that was the heyday. We actually could make a, a decent living. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and, but um, I got, you know, the I got, I was, had been trying to get into MFA programs um, because I didn't have any degrees. You know, that was the, the cool thing about the arts council gigs. You were you were hired. Uh, you got on their rosters by your merit. 
Mm-hmm. And that's um, right. So all those years I was, you know, a road dog for poetry through the same arts councils that you were, you know, mm-hmm. Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania, uh, Geraldine R. Dodge Foundation mm-hmm. and, and various foundations. You know, it's like, OK, but then, uh, you know, when the when the gigs, the school gigs started drying up, I'd been trying to get on, get into pro, MFA programs. And everybody said, you need a bachelor's degree to get a master's, to go into a master's program, except Wilkes University. Uh. <laughs> and they said, you know, hey, we got a new program that um, they, um, they'll let, you know, Norman Mailer was on the board of directors and, you know, they, they wanted to make it unique. And they said, well, let guys like Churi in, you know, oh, you know, wow. you know, he's been knocking his head against the poetry world. And so... So they let me in and I, I got um, I graduated with a Master of Fine Arts degree in creative non poetry and I was 58 years old. Wow, that's great. And it did open a lot of doors mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was I was grateful for that. So what other kind of foundations or, you know, like, okay, I know that you have done some Fulbright. You have gotten some Fulbright scholarships, right? I got a Fulbright scholarship this year. Uh, last year, 2020, for the University of Arturo Prat in Iquique, Chile, in the northern part of Chile on the coast, but I can't get there because of COVID. Right. So they extended it to 2021, and it would be for the fall, their spring semester, which is in August, and I'm waiting to hear whether they're going to go along with it. They've, mm-hmm. they've already extended it. But the the COVID crisis is so severe down there that that they don't they don't even know if I the State Department will let me travel there, let alone they'll let me. Right. Um, and I would do it online. I would just go there, live in a shack on the beach uh, with <laughs> Wi-Fi, and and do what we're doing here in whatever Spanglish I can muster. But it, I I hope it I hope it uh, hope it goes. I hope it does too. That's well, it's enough. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's a great opportunity, but it's, you know, they do, you know, it's like the toll that the COVID takes on people my age with respiratory conditions, et cetera, et cetera. I don't care. You know, I I, I told them, I said, listen, I'd rather die on a, on, on the beach in Iquique than, than, <laughs> than a, a, on a coal slag in Scranton. Yeah, so, right, so, right. Yeah. I don't blame you. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope it works out. Um, but... Again, well, do you think they would postpone it again? I know that I have several grants um, that have been postponed since yeah. 2020 yeah. Um, to 2021. And so we're planning on doing them in the summer and the fall mm-hmm. and some new ones in the summer and the fall. And they said there's no more replanning. You just have to do it by Zoom if you yeah. can't do it live. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what we'll uh, be doing. I'll I'll let your um, I'll let your listeners know uh, as soon as I find out. And okay, that, that good. should be this. Thank week. you. That would be wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah I would love that yeah. because we won't be posting this for for a couple of weeks. So great. Uh, let me know and I'll oh, add I'll this by then. Sure, you. sure, cool. Um, but the other question is: so what are you doing now during this time to work to make I, work? You know, yeah, to- I'm I'm working a lot thanks to Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks, thanks to, you know, people who just don't want to go anywhere, but need to have some outlet for their 
anxieties or for their their whatever pent up frustrations. I'm teaching four Zoom classes a week, mm. and I've been teaching these classes since since March. Wow! And they just keep snowballing, and they they take on different aspects. Three of them are just creative life writing courses, but the other one is a grief and loss creative letter writing workshop that that's been very popular, very successful. I took that workshop right with you. That's right. And that was wonderful. I loved it. Yeah. Really yeah. fabulous. Oh, well, I mean, realize going back to the original f- sense of writing, or letter writing, and the art of letter writing, mm-hmm. and you know, addressing letters to uh, portions of ourselves that we've either lost or we've got had taken away from us, or or we've just we don't have anymore. So right. it's been good. It's been really helpful for a lot of people, including myself. Oh, wonderful! That's so great. And so, um. Uh, which I will put in the notes and 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 say at the end also all of your information and how people get in touch with you. Yeah. So what are these workshops? Um, how would somebody sign up for one? What what do they do? Oh, just just to contact me. Yeah. Contact you. Contact me. We'll get acquainted a little bit. Find out what mm-hmm. what um, what level of writing they're at or what their what their interest is, and find what evenings or afternoons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a a slot open or. But everyone, anybody can find me through my website. Right, right, great. Yeah. And um, so, tell me about your books. Uh, how many poetry books have you written? Oh, I I have a I have a new book out called um, <laughs> Postcards in Ancient Texts. That's so great. I love that. And this is a collection of forty years of napkin poems. <laughs> right. That. Uh, I have another book, my new and selected volume coming out this year from New York Quarterly Books, and it is 40 years of writing from my books that have been published. But mm-hmm. these are these are poems and pieces that that didn't fit. These are the misfits. These mm-hmm. are these are the misfit poems that never fit in any of my other books. Mm-hmm. So, and they're and they're from, you know, Places where I've lived over the past 40 years, um, Lithuania, Italy, uh, Montreal, mm-hmm. here's uh, Oregon, Mexico, Greece, Macedonia. Wow. So. I, I love that idea of postcards because, again, like your letter writing, Yeah, you know, when you're about letter writing, how people don't write letters anymore. That's right. And not even cards, I guess. But we used no. to do that all the time. Remember? Well, you, you know, we started out writing letters. You know, or to be, you know, in the literary world, to be a man of letters, you right. know, was one thing. And then all, yes, in my travels, I always sent postcards. So Me I was too. a man of postcards. Then I was a man of emails. And then I was a man of, you know, uh, instant messages. Right. So, so I mean, we keep dwindling. Mm-hmm. But um, but yes, the postcard is a form of writing right. uh, that uh, w- when you're a traveler, they weren't invented. Postcards weren't invented to write poetry, but when traveling. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like writing a haiku, you know, right. short to the point. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. I so, love it. That's so, so this, this is my 20 something. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I think my 22nd book. 
that that's come out over the years. Right, right. But, uh, Oh, I just wanted to ask you, too, about doing your Zoom workshops, you know, for our listeners, which are artists that are trying yeah. to do the same thing, myself included, to mm-hmm. do some workshops, you know, theater workshops. Did you take a class from somebody? Did you, you know, just work with Zoom people to help you? You know, how did you learn how to do the workshops? I think for the first one, my sponsor was the Greenhouse Project in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. who is a greenhouse, but it also is a facility, a venue for yoga classes, art classes. And, and it's, so it's a, Oh, cool. The green, the greenhouse project sponsored my first workshop in March. And they just said, they just set me up with the zoom program. They say here, log yeah. on to zoom, set it up and get going. Great. So it, it, it took no training other than just, just to be explained, oh, what buttons, what what keys do I press for this? Right. And, okay. uh, and I, you know, I live with someone who's tech savvy. Oh, that helps. <laughs> yeah, it, it does help, you know. That, I know. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I have some support also. But see, with, in my case, doing theater and movement, it's a whole different story. Oh, yeah. So they do you have, have to put your... Here. I'm not going to be sitting here right, talking to people right, like right. when I did the workshop with you, which was wonderful. Yeah. Well, we were basically sitting, you know, we could yeah. stop for a while and do some writing on our own. That's right. And get back to you. You yeah. know, that was like easy to do in yeah. terms of yeah. setting it up. But if you're doing a movement thing, it's a whole other story. Yeah. You do. You have to have your camera on the other side of the room, practically. Right. Yep. And yes. I probably have, and I have a mirror. There are a lot of things that I need that. Yeah. Different, you know, and lighting. Yeah, I've got, lighting I've got a, I've got a bookshelf. Right. And I've got a. <laughs> I got bookshelves on either side of me. So when I'm talking about something and I need, I need to grab something to bolster what I'm talking about. I just reach across and grab it. That makes sense. Right. Sure. Yeah. You got everything there. Now do you have lighting also? I have a new light, which is pretty cool, but yeah, I had a lamp, but this, uh, no, that's much better. Your lighting is good. Yeah. And it, and it's, I just got this for Christmas mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the first time I've used it. Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. And yeah, it, that's, that's it goes, good to have. You know, it goes bright. It goes, it's a cool toy, but mm-hmm. you know, for, for the archives, when I'm trying to print something, you know, uh, print out these recordings, you know, for, for future promotion and future, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You, you do need a Buena Vista. Yeah, you do. You do. And um, yeah, I got some good lighting, too, that I'm going to be setting yeah. up also um, when I start doing my workshops. But yeah, um, that's really that's really wonderful. Um, now, is there anything I was just going to say before we end? Is there anything else that you want to tell us that you can tell us about work or advice or anything I forgot to ask you? Yeah. I teach in Italy every oh. year. Mm-hmm. I, I teach I teach creative writing in the, a science high school. Oh, wow. And it's it's my ultimate act of subversion because these kids have been studying English for 15 or so years mm-hmm. because it's a, a high school specifically for science or the sciences. They, they can tell you, the kids in their English, and I teach in their English classes, mm-hmm. um, the, their kids can tell you can tell you everything they any everything that they know about Copernicus, Galileo, T- 
Tesla. They, they, they know everything about the sciences, but they can't tell you anything about themselves. They know nothing about themselves. Wow, interesting. And this is the value of the school bringing me in for two, two and a half months, two months, mm. to, to make the English language happen you know, on a personal level and in intimacy uh, with poetry. And, it's, and they love it. It, it's, it they, we do performances. We do. Wonderful. Uh, what, what we did in Philadelphia, Barbara, mm-hmm. at the Oasis, with the folks there, we wrote poems. And then we remember, we put them up on the lines of our poems up on the wall. Yep. And then we, we pulled them back together to create what I call a poem fusion. Right. Um, it was uh, it, it, the multi-voice poetry performance. Mm-hmm. We worked with a musician friend of yours. Yep. That uh, it was really cool because what happens in various populations, whether it's in the prisons and the juvies and the homeless mm-hmm. shelters, in the rehabs, in the, mm-hmm. you know, all these places where I've worked, um, the, the, it's like a full body contact into, it's just, everybody's involved at every, mm-hmm. every element of the process. So where the final performance, it's like those voices are popping out all over the place with lines of each other's poems. And yeah, you put some music to it or sound behind it or something and it becomes really cool. I love it. It's 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 a really live theater piece that's yeah. collaborative and comes out of the people that are part of it, you know, the process. Yeah. And then when they start, they don't believe that they could do, oh, I don't write. I'm not a poet. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah, yeah, this yeah, or yeah. that. I don't do anything. I've never done anything. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, well, and then they start. And I know, you know, yeah. they... They started writing poems with you. And I, I think I remember that we called it like a group poem, right? Where you would have one line you would get from somebody. Yeah. yeah. And then another line from somebody else. Yeah. Somebody else would say something, another word that would fit. It was a I multi-voice poetry performance. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that I've, was one of my favorite residencies. I love that. I've attempted to do that on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not as much fun. It's possible. Yeah. But yeah. and I've done it a, like three or four times, but when I'm listening to the the participants read their writing, it's a lot of typing for me. That I, you know, when I'm off and I'm kind of uh, got a sheet up and I'm doing, I'm listening with one ear, but I'm typing with another. Mm-hmm. So, and then what do you do with it afterwards? So it's okay. Let's well, then say we perform. Yeah, we then we perform it because okay because you know uh, <laughs> thanks to Zoom, you were able to have everybody. You know, right. like like Hollywood Squares, right? You know, so so everybody's on view, and they're just popping off, you know, all, all around the board. So that's 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 pretty cool, right? It's, it's not as interactive as actually going up to the wall, putting I your know. own lines up, you know. So it's right or you know. turning and facing an audience or moving and yeah, yeah, yeah. dancing yeah. with the music and all that to with the music yeah. and the words, the lyrics. Yeah, that's that's always very different. <laughs> well, you know, the invention is the mother of necessity. Right. And uh, uh, whether I said that right or not, um, it doesn't matter. It's like we're inventing new new techniques, yep. new formats, new a new concept of mm-hmm. like okay, mm-hmm. this is the, the right. 
a new way of performing. Just like, for example, I'll be doing a, a theater, actually a live theater piece, but it's going to be where the audience moves from the scene to scene. Uh-huh. Right? This is an outdoor theater yeah. piece that we're yeah. going to be doing. And it'll be like scene one will be in one part of the park. Mm-hmm. Right. And the audience is, let's say, a group of 10 with a tour guide. They're taken scene one, then scene two, another place, scene sure. three, another place. And I also may have the actors move as well with the group. So at the end, there's a final thing on the main stage with that's, everybody. Yeah. Cool. So that's cool. that's an old medieval theater kind of way of performing. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of. And all the street theater I used to do back in the 70s in Europe, it's, it's like all that's coming back again. Everybody's thinking, all right, so how do I do this outside? Yeah. Um, and how do we have the audience move? And what's the best way to perform outdoors? Yeah. And bring it together so everybody can see each other. So Right. That's so it's really interesting. And then we're going to do the same idea, but in a old church up in, in Oneonta, where the actors are in different rooms in this church yeah and the audience comes into the room and it's sort of like a little coffee shop then they move to the next room and that's where we're going to be doing some poetry and i was telling you about doing that residency yeah 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 poetry more like an intimate setting but yeah. it'll be a small group of of audience you know a small group of audience members and they'll move right and the actors might be two or three of them together uh-huh. Right. And church church is perfect for that. It's perfect. It's a huge church with a lot of beautiful old wood paneled rooms. Right. You know, it's very sort of Victorian. And um, yeah, so that should be also really interesting, I think, to do. Um, But but again, it's all about, yeah, finding new ways to to perform. Mm -hmm. And to be creative. And it's interesting that a lot of the artists are the ones that are figuring this all out. Yeah. I know that's, you know, it's just like, well, I, I uh, developed with my partner, Kimberly Crafton. Um, we had a, we had a program, a monthly, actually a bi-weekly program called talking with our mouths full. Oh, and it was with poets from around the world. Wow. We had three poets uh, during a program, an episode for, um, one episode was a poet from Argentina, um, from uh, Finland. And wow. Italy, say. Mm-hmm. And it's like they weren't speaking to each other. Their poems were speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, here's here's uh here three of I'd ask for three of their poems in English, mm-hmm. and I would find the common thread in each of them. So the poem created the conversation and through their voices. And then later they uh, they had conversations with each other. And then finally, they read one of their poems in their own language, oh. one right, at, right, right in and out of each other. And it was for an hour, and it was wonderful. It had a oh, huge wow. following. And uh, I wow. mean, people, and was this this was on Zoom or or this was on Go to Meeting? Oh, Go to Meeting, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I I think I want to pick that up again in the spring. That sounds oh wonderful yeah. and please yeah let me know about that yeah so, sure I'd love to be part of it or listen sure. to it be one yeah yeah you can be part of yeah. it yeah so great well thank you so much anyway if well, there's anything else that I can you know tell tell everybody about you um, 
you know, to let me know. And I will definitely end with um, this episode with your information, Craig, you know, sure. And I'll be on our website too, artistlostandfound.com Good. Um, about you and a little bit of your bio and so yeah, on, which just, I assume is on your website, right? On my web, craigchurry.com. Yep. Craigchurry.com. Yeah. And this is Craig Churry, everybody. And thanks so much, Craig. And Thank I'll you, Barbara. Okay. Take care. Many it's years, safe. many years between us. I love it. I know. Me okay. Too. Great to meet you again. Find you again. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Please go to our website, artistslostandfound.com, to find out more information and to look at all the old podcasts that we have produced since September of 2020, and to read the show notes about this particular episode, and you can learn more about Craig Churry. And by the way, his last name, Churry, is spelled C-Z-U-R-Y. You can also go to his website, craigchurry.com. So we'll see you all soon next time, everyone. And thanks again for listening. Keep working, keep creating against all odds. See you soon.